three, two, one. Hey guys, what is up? It is Raul here today and you are listening to the Better You Project. Thank you very much for tuning in. Today on the show, I am joined with a longtime athlete member uh, and friend, Jono. How are you going today, man? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, I can't believe it's taken me this long to get you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's been several podcasts <laughs> since um, since I probably originally wanted to get you on a long time ago. Uh, I wanted to get you on for quite a few reasons. Uh, I do like to just uh, chat with my friends on here. Uh, but also, you have a pretty incredible journey that I think uh, will be very inspiring to quite a few people. You, Like I often explain to people, you have that... Uh, you literally went from like... The dad bod to the Hollywood bod. <laughs> I don't know if I say Hollywood bod, oh, but you know. know. Pretty, pretty close to it, Jono. Uh, he's being very humble here. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, we'll just we'll just talk and we'll, we'll kind of divert, divert into that story at some stage. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, how did you first, like, hear about the gym? Oh, I remember... So, a lot of people don't realise I work in the same street as Barbell. Um, I used to work about four doors up. So, if you come here and you do the 200-metre run the turnaround where you do that. That's where I used to work. Um, and I remember seeing people running up and down the street all the time. I just think, you know, okay, crazy people. I was very unfit at the time. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> are they doing? <laughs> For context. What, what are they, where are they running to? Where, where's this bakery that they're running yeah, towards? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I was working with a, a friend named Scott who no longer lives in Adelaide. He lives in Canberra now. Um, he moved to Canberra. He moved to Canberra. He's in the police force now. So wow, there you go. Yeah, so he got in the... Um, what do they call it over the there? Federal? The federal. Yeah, the so federal he's a fed. Oh, nice. Um, so Scott wanted to get fitter. He was already fit, my ass, because he was already going to the gym all the time. But he wanted to get fitter so he could join the police academy. So he said he was going to start CrossFit because he thought, you know, that would get him fitter for the academy. I thought, oh, yeah, I'll come along, tag along and see what it's like. You know, I was fast approaching 30 and I wanted to... How, how old were you at 29? I was 28. 28. When I first started. So I think I was about... 28 and a half and it was you know I wanted to get fit wanted to well I wanted to lose weight predominantly not necessarily get fit but I wanted to get to a goal weight before I turned 30 so I thought oh you know better time may as well do it before I turn 30 <laughs> yeah so I thought I'd come down and give it a shot how old are you now Johnny? I am 34 now 34 I, th- I through this entire time I think you've been older than what you have been yeah, I've always been older than you. No, I mean, no, oh, no, you, you think are. I'm older than no, I, I have been? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were like, I thought you were 34 when I first met you. Oh, okay. Now no. my whole world has been sh- uh, torn apart. And realizing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm not a master's yet. You, unfortunately, but you're also not that much older than me. I thought for some reason you were. I think because you have like quite Cause a lo- maybe because I've got three kids. Three kids. That and you're a, a significantly more um, productive adult than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Often when I need adult things um, and questions, I will contact Jono. Yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, so what was your first impression of like walking in? And you don't have to like give like a uh, like a nice answer here. It's like, like v- very phase hazy back then, but I remember running a lot and doing a lot of, I felt like every day was leg day. So I think I came, I used to come, th- I was coming three days a week. So I committed to doing three days a week, Monday, yep. Wednesday, Friday, because then I did mostly the cardio work and I think I missed the strength days for the most part. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just remember being very sore, limping a lot because my knees were hurting a lot. So I yeah. was, f- I was 120 kilos when I first started. So I was obviously did we have strength days on Tuesday and Thursdays back in the day? I reckon we did. Yeah. Oh and wow! It used to be squat and deadlift. So it was always squatting on Tuesdays, deadlift on Thursdays. I'm pretty sure. And no metcon? Just no. Oh, it might have been like a small, <laughs> small metcon afterwards. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't remember that. This is, yeah, going back a long way. <laughs> so, <laughs> me coming with up with this idea of, like, <laughs> we'll go back to strength days on Tuesday. <laughs> You'd have to check with Sophia, but I'm pretty sure it's not that, that was, like, scenario, Tuesday, Thursdays. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. <laughs> I literally thought I was, like, this is, like, that's funny. Um, so Fa- Fabian was here then as well, I reckon, so he'd remember as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Grant. Grant, yes. I mean, Grant. lots of people from there yep. are still here. I remember Grant made me vomit on box jumps once. Did he? Yep. Oh, He's a machine. You have to re- I have to repay that favor one day. <laughs> you do have to repay that favor too. <laughs> uh, I still remember when you first came in. I remember you and uh, Scott coming in. I was sitting at the, uh, just behind like the little reception area. Yeah, I think we walked down in our lunch break. You did. Yeah, yep. that's correct. And it's funny because I remember thinking like, Scott will really stick to it. And I remember not being so sure if you would stick to it. <laughs> I get to completely appreciate that. Uh, pardon? <laughs> I can understand that. And it's just so interesting how those tables completely turned. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's funny because I guess you've been so consistent with it since then. Um, yeah, no, that's crazy. So a lot of people join the gym and a lot of people think that when they join, they will achieve the results that they're after. But most often, the truth is people don't. Uh, what was it about you joining at that time that was different? I think I was at a point where I was ready to do something to change. And it did, wasn't straight away anyway. Like, I was here. So I think I joined in about September. I think you were here for like six months before you... Yeah, and then... It wasn't until you did that challenge, really. Yeah, and then coming up to Christmas, I think you ran a 21-day challenge. And yep. I was like... So I was having it. I remember chatting to you about it. And you said, oh, we'll try tracking tracking what you eat for the day. So I tracked what I ate for the day, and it wasn't like a huge amount. I think I ate like 1,200 calories. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm not eating very much. And then you went on to the macros, and you showed me that it was pretty much all fat. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, okay. So it actually matters what I eat, not how much I eat. And then I said, okay, I'll do the challenge. So, And it wasn't really until we did that then sort of really kick-started. So, so I think by the time, from when I started to when I did the challenge, I only lost like maybe three kilos, so which isn't a huge amount. No, it isn't. Uh, but I still think there's something way deeper here. <coughs> I apologize for that, guys. I don't have COVID. Um, how many how many times in the past prior to this challenge and you joining the gym had you tried to lose weight? So when my before my first son was born, my eldest is twelve now. I went on a diet like a shake diet, which was called I think it was Tony Ferguson. You might so remember so the old Tony Ferguson. This is when you were. This like is when I used to live in Sydney. So for the record, I used to live in Sydney like over ten years ago now. Did you okay? Let's let's go even further back. Were you overweight growing up, or were you athletic? Uh, no, I was always overweight growing up. So I always wanted to do sports, but just never had the time. Like parents both work, didn't really get the opportunity to do sports really. Um, so I was always overweight growing up. You know, always had the full intentions of not being overweight. But yeah, and this is before your first son. Yes. So you would have been eighteen. Uh, yeah. No, I think I was 19. married at the time, so I would have been about twenty. Twenty. Okay. Yep. So, bef- when you were 20, you go on the shake diet. Yep. And how did you go with that? Uh, I lost, I think I started, I think I lost like 33 kilos on that. Okay, so you've lost lots of weight in the past. Yep. Um, let's, let's dig into that, because there's something here. <laughs> how did you lose 33 kilos? First? By, by eating nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I remember no, but at the end of it, I just didn't feel well. Yep. Like, lost energy, like, end up getting things that I wouldn't normally have just didn't feel well yeah and like I was I was skinny and like light but I didn't look light 
Like mm-hmm. I still looked like because I didn't do any training, like I didn't do any resistance training or anything. So I never didn't have any muscle rule other than from because I'm a tradesman. So other than from what I do mm-hmm. normally. But and then what happened with those thirty-three kilos? Uh, they all came back on slowly. How long time? How long did it take? Uh, maybe like a year and a half. Okay, so it didn't take that long, really. No. Yeah. And w- was it just the stresses of being like a dad again, or dad for the first time? Yeah, maybe. And I think it's just you know like, I think I did the first diet with my wife, and then we you know she was pregnant and she had a baby. Can't really be on a shake diet. Got to eat the right foods and stuff, and so you just relax and go back to what you used to do because you don't really you, when you're on a shake diet you don't really learn how to eat properly. Like you don't. You have no idea because as soon as you stop eating and go back to normal food, you're just eating what you used to eat. Yep. That's really important. Did you go on any diets after you've gained the 33 kilos again? Not really. No, just, yeah. Okay. Nothing nothing like that. I think I tried the shake diet again, but it was just, I knew it would just come back on again. So okay. it never yeah. lasted. And did you go to any other gyms after that? Um, I went to a few, like, just Globo gyms. Okay. Sort of thing. I used to go to one up at Clovercrest. I think it used to be called Changes. It's changed name again now but it's on the Milne Road just uh, just yes like oh I went to that you'd know the one and uh, yeah that yeah, was yeah. the I second gym I ever did now. Uh, it's called Flex yeah Flex Fitness Flex Fitness it is yeah yeah. so I used to go there at like six, I was always I've always been early mornings so it was always early morning before work and then come in but again I was not doing classes I was just you know, going to do a few curls and yep. you know pump out the arm yeah <laughs> pump the arms do a few pull ups on like the f- machine that takes all your weight off you so yeah. you feel like you're doing something <laughs> that's it Man, changes. Um, that was a nice. That was an alright gym. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My wife was going there during the day, so she had like a crash and that. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, yeah, she got me a free trial." And I ended up just keeping going. That's cool. And then you know, I went on Christmas break and had two weeks off and never went back. <laughs> it's a very common story for a lot of people. Uh, what was your preconceptions about CrossFit slash functional training? Prior to doing it, did you have any preconceptions? I didn't really have any preconceptions other than like, you know, you'll see the memes on the internet of people like belly flopping around a bar. Like, yep. And you think, oh, what are they doing? Because like, <laughs> you have no idea like what it takes to actually do that. Yeah. And then when, before I started CrossFit, because, you know, Scott was getting into it, he told me to watch the, I think it was the fittest on it, like the first one, first first yep. one. Or it could have been even the froning one. And I remember watching that and being like, oh, wow, like that's CrossFit. Like, Really? Which now, of course, after doing CrossFit, you realize that the CrossFit games aren't CrossFit. But yeah, <laughs> you think you see you see all the guys and they're like super fit and they look good and you're just like, oh yeah, I wouldn't mind looking like that. Yeah, maybe if I did that, I'd look like that. <coughs> There's something so motivating about those movies. Like, yeah. I don't, fi- I, no, I I want to feel what I used to feel when I used to watch them. Oh yeah, because they're, they're, they're all the same now. Because <laughs> they are, and, <laughs> and I just don't feel what I used to feel about it. But I still rem- I s- I still remember what it was like. like I would. Gotta be obsessed over watching these YouTube videos of like them just doing stuff. I remember messy. We used to message each other like when there was new new ones out on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, check this out. Yeah. Like, you know, I downloaded it. You can like bring it in for you and so. <laughs> I know. And, and now it's like yeah, there's like one every week, and it's like ah, oh, whatever. This so and they're just all the same. Yeah, they are like all the same. It's like they've just put new pictures in the yeah. same same music, s- same yeah. like suspense, and it's like you yeah. know what's gonna happen. Mm. It's like come on. But th- I mean, they're still good. And, and I still watch every yeah, single one. Still, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, let's move forward again. You do the challenge. You lose the weight. Um, so, we need to go deeper into this because I want people to get tangible things that they can utilize. 
what made the di why did why were you able to make so <clears throat> one of the things that I tell people about your story is because you have a very similar story to quite a few other people who've lost the forty kilo mark, right? Yep. I think it's like <sighs> I think it's maybe been like twenty one, twenty two people over eleven years that have lost over forty kilos. Yeah, and you all share the same story, which is I probably very blasé told you something like. Do this, do that, do the other, and you guys just did it. Yep. And there was no, <coughs> there was no like, oh, what if, like, but or and maybe and what could I like? You just did the thing that's that the, I. That's the key. You just got to listen. <laughs> <laughs> but what made you just got to do it? What made you trust like what I said? That's 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 the part that I find fascinating. I think the one thing I remember you saying, and I still remember you saying it to me, and it was like, if you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. So it was always like. If you're not going to make the effort to actually go in and prepare your food and like track your food, then don't expect to actually get results. And I think it was like that time when I was like, oh, uh, yeah, okay, that's probably why I'm not getting results. You know, and I think that's so. Uh, <coughs> I can. I'm going to relate this to <coughs> probably like my biggest struggle over the last ten years, which has probably been uh, business related, but. Uh, it's so simple, right? Like I can think of the same thing, like yeah. to have more success in business, it often requires like this really boring menial task. And go it's and go and sit through a, like a four hour course or something. Yeah. Like or just like, just, uh, just contact like people that you know you need to contact and, yep. and it's just telling you, you tell yourself all these stories why you don't want to do the thing. But if you just do the thing and you do it often and you do it mm -hmm. consistently, like things track in the right direction and yep. it's the same thing with like nutrition or like, uh, Okay, so that that's really good. So you started, you made, you realized that there was value in actually preparing yourself for the week ahead. Yeah, and it's not, you like, you look at people doing it, and you think, oh, it's going to take ages. And it doesn't actually, it's not actually that hard to do. And if you're smart about the way you do it, like for example, now, like I still prep prep my food for the week, and but what I'll do is I'll do like one big meal for a tea that I know that I can package up into like eight or nine other meals during the week, and I'll just do that once a week. And then that covers pretty much like all your lunches done. So let's give examples of that. What's a common thing that you would often cook up like big? Just like a roast. Yep. Like roast with some good like roast veggies, like pumpkin, sweet potato, that sort of thing. Yep. And then just and weigh it out. Like only give yourself a certain portion of meat, certain portion of veggies and stuff that you know, you know, you got to work out how much you can tolerate and what you can eat, that sort of thing. And that was the other thing, like doing the, doing the challenge made me realize that, you know, I just overate on meat and then I figured out that I can eat, you know, a certain amount and then my body's happy and, yep. it, and it doesn't like bloat me up and it doesn't make me feel rubbish afterwards for the next day. Okay. So I'm going to keep excavating here. <laughs> uh, a common thing that happens to people, right, is they lose weight and then they become happy with themselves because you see results and you're like, you know, you look in the mirror and you're like, damn, like I'm looking all right. Most people, though, when they reach that stage, often fall off because they feel like quite accomplished. Yep. How did you feel when you started seeing results in the mirror? Um, you know, I'm going to say that I look at myself in the mirror and I still see myself when I was 40 kilos heavier. And I think, um, okay, we need to dig into that because <laughs> that... And I think that's why I generally don't relax that much because then I realize like I don't want to look like that anymore. Okay. So that feeling's never gone away? No. No. When do you think it will go away? 
don't know when will I learn to accept <laughs> it. <laughs> will, will it. Will it ever go away? I don't know. It's one of those things. I know, I know this is getting deep. John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want it to go away. No. Why would you not want it to go away? You know, I don't want to lose motivation, I suppose. Like, it's always hard. My, the hardest time of the year for me is winter because, like, one unfortunate, problem, you know, side effect of losing weight is suddenly you realise winter's really, really cold because you lose, like, that permanent blanket you have on you all the time. Mm. So, like, I struggled in winter to get up just because it's, it's cold. Um, so, yeah, you know. Okay. And I can't remember. I've forgotten the question. No, 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 so I guess what maybe another tangible po- tangible point that we can maybe extract from this is uh, it's important to keep in sight the goal that you originally have. And I think often people, you know, the, the amount of people that come in, because I say this to everyone, like I've worked it out. If you lose five or four kilos, you need to change like your clothes. Like your clothes will be baggy yep. and you will need to like buy a new wardrobe. If you lose 10, 12 kilos, just like the next mark that people often lose, you'll need like a significant wardrobe change mm-hmm. like and your personality starts changing a little bit at that stage yep if you lose like 20 22 kilos maybe 25 like that's another big mark that people seem to hit like you're going to start doing different activities like you're going to realize like now i can do things that i couldn't do before and you start like maybe adding new hobbies into your life or whatever yep. um so people come in all the time saying i want to lose like 30 kilos or 10 kilos or and they don't often realize that it it's a <coughs> It's a change that affects like lots of portions of your life. Yeah, yeah. So you change everything. So I definitely changed my wardrobe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How did... That's another thing I'm really interested in. How did the weight loss affect other parts of your life? Uh, I discovered I like running. Okay. Um, I used to hate running. So I went from being like... We'd run in class and I'd be like right at the end walking and my knees would be hurting and stuff. So losing... Obviously, I lost 43 kilos, I think, in total. Like You take 43 kilos off, you try and carry two bags of cement and go for a run like that's massive difference so running i found really relaxing you know you can put a podcast on or listen to some music and stuff go for a run um and you know i've got a reasonably stressful job so going for a run just helps me unwind and that sort of thing um other things you know obviously training found i enjoyed training even though it can be hard sometimes yeah, I mean, you completely, like, em- embrace it. Went from three days a week to four days a week to five days a week to sometimes six <coughs> days a week. <laughs> and then, you know, in winter, it's back to three days a week. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, I've got a gym at home as well, so I work out in my garage as well. Uh, well, let's, let's dig into the training side of things. So, because you, you went from doing three times a week to then training every day plus extra programming. Yep. Um, what goals, what were some of the original goals that maybe you came in for yourself physically and how did they change? Like, what were some of the first things that you started realizing? Oh, maybe I could do that or whatever. I think it was like, CrossFit's great. Like when you do a CrossFit class, it's great because, or when you do just a gym class, um, it's great because you've got so many people around you pushing you. So at the start, it was always like, oh, you know, can I catch up with them? Can I be as good as them? Can I, can I compete with them? And then you sort of start setting your own goals because in the end, you work out you're only competing against yourself. Um, so then I think I went through a squ- I put went through a squat cycle yep. like years ago like a smaller cycle and I think my back squat at the time was 120 and I took it to 160 so you know like you start seeing massive improvements over like that was a three month cycle I think so um, then you start feeling better in yourself like you know you increase your squat your strength around your core and everything just goes up dramatically makes a massive difference um, 
then you discover, you know, you can power clean more than what you weigh. And that's kind of cool. You realize, oh, I can like power clean my wife, <laughs> which I'm not going to do because <laughs> I probably couldn't. <laughs> um, and yeah, and uh, there's just so many things that you discover you can do. Like oh, I can walk on my hands now. That's kind of cool. I never used to be able to do that. Um, yeah, I can do ring muscle ups. I can do muscle ups. Yeah, no, it's really cool. How did you keep yourself motivated when you had completely exceeded where you originally came from? Um, I think you just keep setting goals that you know that you haven't quite hit yet. So, like, I started focusing on running a lot more. Um, sort of wanted to, like, you see, obviously you just time yourself running and then just try and hit faster and faster Ks. And I think I did a half marathon one afternoon. That was another goal, like. You know, I always want to do a marathon. Haven't done that yet. So, you know, that'll have to be a goal later on. Still time, Jono. <laughs> You've got maybe like a month and a week till the Adelaide Marathon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I've been really bad at like ever signing up for stuff. Like, I'll do and do it, but I'll do it in my own time and like I'll do it on a Saturday or something. Yeah. Like, that's just me though. Yeah. But, um, but, you know, we did a few like comps here. That was kind of fun. So, uh, yeah. Do you enjoy competition? Uh, yes and no. I like the, I like the challenge and I like the push from it, but like I don't get out of bed for competition. You know, I can take it or leave it. I can compete against the class and I can compete against <coughs> myself just as much and get just as much enjoyment out of it. Yeah, like I'd probably rather come and do a uh, three o'clock class on a Saturday because they're always going to be pretty challenging. Yep, and that'll yeah give you all the competition challenge me and need. give me all yep. the competition I need. So yeah, yeah. I think one of the coolest things about your uh, transformation or your journey and this is from a selfish point is that you were one of the f first people that I trained that challenged my fitness and I li like I loved that like that was like a really cool experience to get to share with you yeah yeah we used to throw down on like Friday after we did yeah like no that was cool might have to like throw down after this <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should do that we, we should should do muscle should, yeah, we still always do we ring do, muscle we do like stuff. Yeah, yeah 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 no that was um and then we kept breaking ourselves. So. <laughs> we did, <laughs> but no, that that was like a that was such a cool thing. Like you know, I remember, um, I guess just to see your transformation to then, you know, having lots of moments. I remember like having uh, training with you and just realizing if it's not the right workout, this is not going <laughs> to go my way. It's <laughs> probably why I kept throwing ring muscle ups at you, John. <laughs> um, but no, that that was cool. Uh, how what was that? Like? I I guess that's an. That's a selfish question that I have for you. What's it like to go from, um, you probably see your coach as like um, in a position where they like seem a lot further away from you and then you realize that you've reached that same sort of like uh, physicality that they probably have? I don't know. Uh, you're always stronger than me. Like <laughs> always have been. Yeah, but like as far as but fitness you know, goes, we got to like the same. Yeah. I mean, you know, for example, you know, if either one of us had a bad day, like the other person... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was yeah. same, same. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, it was awesome. <coughs> like, it was cool. And it was good. I don't know. It was, I don't know. Just felt good. No, no, 100%. Yeah. I know, like, uh, I know that as, a co as you know, having been your coach, like, back in the day, like, that was, like, that was one of the best accomplishments that I could have ever felt. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and then, because I could, and <coughs> I think for the record, like, you had d probably done it really hard for a really long time and then, Maybe my personal motivation of training maybe died off at the same time, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I think if you kept we just going, like you dropped and I kept I lifted and we just met in the middle. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, even even past that point, I think I think if you kept like training as hard as you would have, like yeah, you yeah. would have gone so much further, right? But 
that takes me to the next question, which is uh, with every fitness journey, right? And I know you've been training now long enough that you can understand this question. Uh, the consistency in being consistent is actually not as consistent as people might think it is. Yeah. So, you know, there's this magic, right? Where like you could just train once or twice a week yep. forever and, and actually and actually be very like a very fit human being. Yeah, I've kind of discovered that in the yeah. last like year. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not the consistency is not in an everyday because th the everyday thing doesn't exist. Actually, it's funny because I remember when I was training five days a week, and you remember Gianni, obviously. Yeah. And then Gianni would turn up once every two weeks, and he'd absolutely destroy me. And I used to go, oh, "It's so frustrating. Like, <laughs> why?" <laughs> and then I realized, like, oh, you know, training five days a week is probably actually not a smart thing to do. You know, I'm not letting my body rest. I'm not as young as I once was. Well, and it's also like, I think there's a time for it. Like there's a time and a place to like yeah. accumulate the volume. And, um, but then once you've done that, like you don't need to do it all the time. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Like I think now I would get more benefit out of going and doing another squat cycle or something mm -hmm. and like trying to just increase my baseline a bit more, you know? Just yeah. Just work solely on one thing, like work on push-ups and try and like challenge Sam on push-ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it really upset him. <laughs> <laughs> how, how have you kept your... What have, what's been the biggest struggle with motivation? Um, I guess maybe over the last... Uh, I'd say over the last two years that you probably faced with training. Getting out of bed <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> early. I think as I've gotten older, it's been harder to get out of bed early. Mm -hmm. That's probably the hardest thing. Other than that, like I love training still. Yeah. Um, how often do you still train like... Okay, here, let's keep let's give people more insight. So, you have this big transformation. Um, how did it affect? Uh, this is like a question that I think is super relevant. Um, how did it affect your relationship? Um, like how? What sort of? What was your support network to pursuing being on a diet? Uh, no, they were all very supportive. Like my wife was very supportive the whole way through. Otherwise, you know, you're not going to succeed. Um, especially when they're doing the shopping and you're asking for them to buy certain things. So. But no, nah, my wife was fantastic the whole way through. And it I think it helped her as well. So yeah, you know, in that sense. Like I won't get it I can't drag it across fit. Um, but you know. But I even even on those two things, I think there's like little nuggets of like knowledge of like one I do think it's super important to have a good support system. Yes. <coughs> um I think when people don't have a support system it's almost not gonna happen. Mm. Um and two, there's also like I think my I had another motivation behind it as well, is that I've got three young boys. And that I didn't want to, like, I wanted to be a good example to them growing yep. up. So, like, my oldest is 12. At the time when I first started, like, it was, like, six years ago. He was only, like, six. So, they were at the age where I didn't want them to get to the point where it's embarrassing for them to have dad pick him up from school. Because, you know, dad's a bit fat. So, yep. get him, like, a tease from their mates about it. Yep. So, now I'm at the point where I go and help them at sports. And I can go up on my hands and walk down the cricket pitch on my hands. And the kids are all like, oh, wow, that's really cool. And it's like, oh, I can teach you how to do it if you want. Yeah. So. No, yeah. that's awesome. And the other thing I was going to say was you... Oh, I'm having brain fog right now. <laughs> this is not a good thing to have during a podcast. <laughs> uh, support network was good. Um, I forgot. We're going to have to move on. <laughs> uh, yes, I think having your kids as a motivation would have uh, would have been massive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the support motive. Like, obviously, all my family was very supportive as well, and so was my wife's family. So, and I remember losing all the way at the start, and everyone was like complaining that I was looking gaunt. 
And it was like, come on, well, like, e I even, feel good. Um, <laughs> even, um, let's go into that because that is a huge thing that people maybe don't expect. <laughs> like you start changing something about yourself and um, there's often... Because it doesn't come from a bad place from people. Yeah. It's just people are scared that they're losing you, li like quite literally because yeah, they yeah. are losing a part of you. Um, so like a very natural instinct for people to have is to... Um, criticize or to try and just hold you back from the thing you're trying to do yes yeah were yeah. you able to recognize that that it wasn't coming from a bad place or did you get frustrated yeah that, that? and i think you know i think uh when you get really into something you tend to throw too far a little bit so maybe i was being too strict at the start so i've learned to relax that a bit obviously and actually allow myself to have cheat meals and stuff and yeah well comp cheat meals i just eat whatever to be honest with you but yeah w at what stage did you did you finally cross the bridge where you realized that you had to find like a sustainable eating, like a sustainable eating habit. So always tell people when they want to lose weight, like what you said, track your calories and stuff. I got to the point where I had to stop tracking my calories because it was probably not healthy for me to keep tracking. I think I tracked them for like two and a half years, like every day. Um, and I know now, like I've done it for long enough now that I don't have to track my calories. Like I know like what to eat and how much to eat. So I might still like weigh my food sometimes, but other than that, I don't tend to track. Yeah, and that's another thing that I don't think people realize, like, especially having <coughs> worked as a nutrition coach for people so long, like, you just work out, like, that, you know, Coke can is 187 calories, that apple's 23, that piece of meat mm -hmm. is, like, 108. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, you have, like, uh, these entire associations to, to food. Yeah. Um, you just don't, like, I don't know. You, there's certain foods you just don't touch as well. You know, I think I've had Maccas like three times in the last six years. Okay, that, that, that's, a, that's, <laughs> that's another question. So, um, Or just fast food in general. So when I was eight, 18, 19, I lost a lot of my weight. Yeah. Uh, I lost 41 kilos. Um, and I know that for myself, for nine or eight years, I gave up some foods yeah. that I just did not... T and I, I didn't realize that I had all <laughs> these traumas associated to these foods, but... For me, it was cereal, yep, meat pies, and um, oh, meat pies are great, and <laughs> ma like maybe like some types of soft drinks, right? Yep. Um, and it took. I remember the first time I ate like a cereal again. I was like, "Oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm gonna get so fat where, now." Where has this been all my life? Yeah. Like, oh, it was like this is liquid, crunchy yeah. sugar. Let's. And, oh. and then you realize you just gotta balance it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what are some of the things that you give up, like that you just have like takeaway? Like I, I'm not saying I don't <coughs> take away. Like I do. Like I just, if I'm in a position where I'm trying to lose weight, I generally probably won't eat takeaway. Um, what was your takeaway? What was your takeaway of choice prior to the weight loss? Pizza. Pizza. What kind yeah. of pizza? Oh, you know, like meat lovers, just like from a gourmet place, you know, yep. around the corner. Yeah. Nice. And like now we'll still do it, but it'll be once every blue moon. And you don't eat like a whole pizza to yourself. You might eat like a couple of pieces and be happy. Yeah. Because you realize that I need that to make myself feel full. Yeah. Do you still view food as like fuel more than like enjoyment? No, I enjoy food. Okay. I love food. <laughs> uh, what about alcohol? Like was there much, did, was alcohol I've something that was hard for you to give I've up? I've never really been a big alcohol drinker yep. at all. If Yeah. No. Nah, like even growing up, I haven't really had any. Yep. So... The alcohol's never really been a problem for me. Okay. What, d when you changed, when you decided I'm not having any more takeaway, did you subtly change that? Like, did you go from 
making healthy takeaways at home versions of the things that you would want to that you were craving or did you just go from just avoiding those styles of food i think i mostly went avoiding and then also so this is when tracking calories works really well so what i used to do is i wouldn't track as i ate i would load all my food in the day before so i would always have my what i was going to eat for the day preloaded into my fitness pal whatever app you're using and that way i know what i can eat for the day and like i would perfectly balance my macros and how many calories i was going to have and it would already be done and then i don't have to think about it so i know that oh this is the food i can eat just space it out and eat it when i want it yeah and i, I, I remember just worked for me i remember you first telling me that uh years ago and i started telling people to do that all the time like yeah. that was a like a little life hack yeah and then you don't like you don't go oh i'll just have that chocolate bar and then you put it into your app and you're like oh no now my macros are completely stuffed for the day yeah so um you know, like, I drive around a lot for work and I used to, you know, you're driving around and you're like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, there's no hungry jacks. I'll just go in there. Yep. And you just have like, oh, just get a coffee and a bacon egg roll. And that sort of thing. And just stopping that, you know, you realise that, hang on, that's like 600 calories you just added to your food for the day. Yeah, of course. And it doesn't really leave you feeling full or anything afterwards. No, that's the other part. What food habit did you have to change, like, the most? So, for example, like a really common thing with people, if they're listening... Uh, with people when they're trying to lose weight is often there's like these very generic um, <laughs> food patterns that people have. So often it goes like they don't eat breakfast, they don't really eat like a very big lunch and then they eat a huge dinner and snack keeps at night. So I'd say there's probably two. One, I never had enough protein. So getting enough protein in. And then the other one is not finishing all my kids' food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you had to let go of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Learn to scrape it in the bin. Yeah. As hard, as hard as it is. As okay, it is. Let, let's go into that because there's actually all these like psychological components to that. Yeah. Have you ever looked into this or not? Not a whole lot. Okay. I know that like my wife hates it when I scrape it in the bin because she's like, oh, it's such a waste. And it's like, yeah, but you know, it's better off being waste than going to my waste. Isn't that what they say? Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, you got all the golden, golden nuggets today, Jono. Um, no, but so for example, a lot of the reason why people struggle with that is, um, uh, for example, like a lot of people struggle often to like, to not eat everything in their plate if maybe they um, uh, they have like a trauma or an association to do with like food and like them growing up. Yeah, yeah. So often people will eat a lot because maybe they grew up in a, maybe their parents were not well off and they were in a position where you had to eat everything you, you know, got told to eat. Yeah, well we definitely got told always as a kid, eat everything on your plate, you know. Um, so yeah, don't serve up too much stuff onto your plate, I suppose. Yeah. It's a good key. Yeah. Um, more pro when you started focusing on the uh, macronutrients, mm -hmm. which one was the one that you found the easiest to get a handle on? Uh, I found dropping fat wasn't too bad. Um, so I tried to focus on, I tried <coughs> to do 40, 40, 20. So 20% fat, 40 carbs, 40 protein. Car protein was always hard to get, like heaps of. Um, so I, I ended up suppl I supplement protein a bit, like take a protein, add some protein shakes into a smoothie or something like that. So. Um, yeah, fat was easy enough to drop. Carbs are hard to drop, like, because there's carbs in everything. Yep. So, and then it's it's also, like, eating healthy carbs, not just unhealthy carbs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, eating vegetables. Vegetables. Instead stuff, of, yeah. like, yeah, just rice, pasta, yeah. potatoes. I've also found, like, I found, like, my body reacts, doesn't like certain carbs, like, so I don't, my body doesn't really like rice all that much. Okay. So I'd have to, like, try and avoid rice as much as I could. Yep. Just substitute it for things like quinoa and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. People 
uh, probably always ask you this: What supplements did you take? Did you take any supplements? Just protein. That's it. Did you try and take any other supplements? Yeah, I tried fat burners at the yep. start. I think. <laughs> Gave me like, like that tingling was feeling that, was at the that, start. Was that prior to, no. to coming to the gym? Or I like think it was like right at the start. Okay. I think it was. I think I was taking them before I started here, and then I was taking them, and you were like, "What are you taking them for? They don't do anything. <laughs> just have a coffee." And I was like, "Okay, fair enough." Yeah. <laughs> and I remember looking at the ingredients and we're like, "Yeah, yeah, this is just caffeine." I know. I look. I would have made a lot more money in my life <laughs> if I was pro supplements, <laughs> and even like protein. Like, okay, yeah, I take, I use protein, but only because it's easy and it doesn't I don't have to like try and balance everything else with it yeah it's just like a convenient but yeah you can just use like skim milk or something like that and get almost as much yeah I mean this is like a little hack I don't think people realize if you just buy milk powder <laughs> you're, you're essentially buying a very cheap version of protein or if you want to like make yourself feel full just have egg whites <coughs> make yep. yourself scrambled eggs with mostly egg whites and you can have like I'll, on a weekend I'll have like People get people look at me strangely because I'll eat almost a whole box of eggs. I'll eat like ten eggs at a time, but I'll only eat one full egg, and they're all egg whites. So it's like so low calorie, and it leaves you feeling so full afterwards. So you, you go egg, you don't buy the kind of egg whites. You just yeah, <laughs> it's cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's so wasteful, but it's cheaper to crack the eggs and get the egg whites out yourself. Yeah, yep. which is crazy, but yeah. Now I mean, there's there's actually so many little um, there's actually quite a few like ways to like um make eggs like uh, less caloric so yeah. you could use like skim milk yep um like mix it in yeah you like mix it in like yeah. Up it. yeah 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 done that before yeah yep did any have you at any stage gone to the point where you've thought i'm not going to keep training or you've thought fuck it like i'm just gonna go back to eating whatever i want mm, no because i've never wanted to look the way i did before okay there's yeah. ever been points when you've been like, I don't think I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm going to train again. Uh, only when I've hurt myself, and even then, like, even when I've hurt myself, I've been like, ah, oh, that was stupid. Like, why did I do that? It wasn't so much like, oh, I don't want to do that ever again. Um, I've done a few things. I've never really like super badly injured myself. I think the worst I did was pop my shoulder out. Yeah. You know, again, I was doing a Turkish get up with a 32 kilo kettlebell. That was like. It's my own fault. <laughs> what do you... You probably have had lots of people ask you for weight loss advice since losing weight, I yep. would assume. Yeah. And you probably have given lots of weight loss advice since then. Yep. I would assume. What... What do you see people do wrong? Like, because sh- I'm just going to make the assumption here that people suck at sticking to things. <laughs> so you give them the advice. And... Most people, I think, just aren't ready to lose weight. Yeah. And I don't think they just don't realize that. They think that, and and I think that's the thing that I want people to hear. I like that's okay. Yeah. Like it's okay not. Yeah, to be and ready. it's fine. Like I got so many <laughs> mates that just they're bigger, and it's like, and it's okay. Like they don't, I don't care. Like, and they want to lose weight, but then they don't want to make any changes. And it's like it's okay. You're just not going to lose weight. Like, don't try. It's no point. Like okay, you try. So I shouldn't say don't try, but you know, like, but unless you make the changes, it's probably not going to work. Yeah, and I think a lot of them. I get heaps of people asking me like, "Oh, what did you take? Like, what, what, 
special thing did you take that made you lose the weight? And it's like nothing. Do, like you, do you find that frustrating? Cause <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And people, like, want, people want to take <laughs> yeah because they. I don't think people realize what happens when they ask you that. But I had it's one like the other they want to so take. Funny. They want to take away from the work you've done. Yeah, I had one the other week. It was so funny. He's like, "Oh, I've ordered this stuff from America. It's gonna be really good and stuff. I'm like, it'll help me lose weight." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, you know, let me know how you go. Like, if it works, like, let me know. I want to know." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it's funny. I I had endless amounts of people ask me, at, like when you lost all the way at the gym, like yeah, like people were like, do you reckon he's on steroids? Like, <laughs> 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 no, I can yeah. gladly say I yeah. give blood every two weeks. I'm yeah. not on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, people people are funny. Yeah, but yeah, as tempting as you know, I suppose they could be if you were trying to get stronger. But yeah, yeah. Um. What are what are the goals? What do you see yourself ten years from now? Like as far as your health and fitness are concerned, goals isn't everyone's goal to be like Mike Porter? A hundred percent. I don't know. Like, just maintain. That's yep. the main thing. Yep. Stay healthy. Have like, you ever looked into other sports that you think you'll dabble in? Uh, occasionally. Like I take my son to taekwondo, and it's like, oh, it looks really fun. Yep. Do something like that, but you know, you should come try some jujitsu, man. <laughs> You'd be good at it. Yeah. Maybe. It's 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 like I explained to a lot of people. It's just CrossFit, but like in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Like it hits the same. It feels the same. Hits yeah. the same. Like has the same goals like to it. Like you learn techniques and at yeah, the start yeah. you don't get them and then you do. You didn't get them. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I should try something else, but you know. In time. I'm a habitual person, <laughs> 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 and I still work in the same street, so <laughs> it's so convenient. <laughs> oh, very nice. Cool. Well, thanks, Heath, man, for coming today on the show. Uh, I think there's lots of really good, valuable tips and takeaways that people can have from uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, And if you maybe had two cents to give to our listeners about uh, something that can be helpful to them, what what sort of wisdom would you impart upon them? Listen to Ral. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like your style, Jono. All right. Thank you very much uh, for listening and tuning in today, guys. If you do enjoy the podcast, please head on over to uh, iTunes and give it a five-star review. Maybe uh, write a little comment on there. Um, if you like to follow the podcast, you can do so at Better You Project Podcast on Instagram. You can follow myself at Ral CFDU. Uh, do you want to be people to follow you or not, Jono? Oh, they can find me if they want, but I think I've posted like once in like the last two years. So <laughs> where, where, can people, where can people follow you, Jono? Oh, they can come here. They can come to they can come to the gym and that's meet it. you in person. Twelve thirty. They'll, they'll see me at five thirty in the morning or at twelve thirty on Fridays. Twelve thirty p.m. on Fridays. That's it. Um, and if you're really lucky, you might and it's a hot day, you might just take a shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, take care and peace. <laughs>